This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. If you have a child, you know how crazy expensive it can be, of course. There's food and clothes and school supplies. You can see it when you shop. Prices on everything are going up. But then you get into other necessities like childcare, and it's clear how much of a bite it all takes out of your paycheck. Well, there's a little good news because starting today, tens of millions of families will start getting monthly payments of up to $300 per child. It's part of the newly expanded child tax credit under President Biden's American Rescue Plan. But who gets it and how's it going to work? Megan Dugan-Bassett is a Chicago fellow with New America. Also with us is Christine Cheng, a consultant with Get My Payment Illinois. It's a coalition of nonprofit organizations, including New America, that formed during the pandemic to make sure that more low-income Illinois residents are able to receive their government benefits. Megan and Christine, welcome to Reset. Hi, thanks so much for having us. Yes, thank you. It seems that uh, some families may not actually know about this newly expanded child tax credit, Christine, is that what you've found so far? Absolutely. I think in part because prior to this point, families who had very little or no earned income were not eligible for the child tax credit. Now that the credit has been expanded temporarily for 2021, those families would qualify. But, you know, again, if to this point in time you weren't eligible for that credit, if you haven't heard about the expansion, you might continue to believe that that's not something that applies to you. So how has the coalition then been working to make sure that families get their payments. So we run um, a website, which is getmypaymentil.org, that provides more information about the child tax credit, as well as some other tax credits and the stimulus checks, which is really the origin of our coalition uh, forming. And we operate a telephone hotline as well as an email help desk. um, And we provide some technical support to community and government organizations. Megan, policy researchers and, and advocates Uh, They're calling this new child tax credit radical and historic. Why are they saying that? What kinds of changes did the Biden administration actually make here? So there's a number of exciting changes um, in this particular bill. And this is temporary. I mean, so just to clarify, the um, American Rescue Plan is, you know, this is a one-time increase. Um, The American Family Plan um, that the Biden administration came out with would make these changes permanent. I think what's really unique about this um, is that it really makes it easier for really low income families that may be struggling because they've been out of work for a while to get the full credit. So in the past, the credit was lower. Um, It was um, $2,000, but only $1,400 is refundable. So for a lot of really low income families, they weren't even able to get the full credit. Middle income and upper income families got Mm -hmm. the full credit and lower income families didn't. Um, So this has some huge implications for raising children out of poverty. 
It also, some changes that the Biden administration also um, made, obviously increasing the amount. So it's $3,600 for um, each child under um, the age of six, and then $3,000 for each child um, up from six to 17. So that's a big difference. 17-year-olds are now eligible, um, which is really great. But honestly, what we're hearing is that it's really expected that this could be one of the hugest changes mm-hmm. in the number of children living in poverty that we've seen. Yeah, this child tax credit's also fully refundable, uh, and it's allowing the, the nation's lowest wage earners to qualify uh, for the first time. Christine, tell us who exactly is eligible to receive these payments. Megan talked about it being uh, low-income families. Who's eligible exactly, and how do they check if they qualify? Absolutely. So in terms of income limits to receive the full credit amounts, the 3600 and the 3000 that Megan just mentioned, couples that are married filing jointly have to have an income of up to 150000 uh, for people filing as head of household, that income limit is 112500 And for all other filers, the maximum income is $75,000. So you can earn from zero up to those limits to qualify for the full credit. In terms of the children, uh, to be a qualifying child, there are a number of tests the child has to pass. In essence, sort of shorthand, they have to be related to the taxpayer. They can be foster children or adopted, but related to the taxpayer. They have to be, as Megan mentioned, under the age of 18 by the Mm -hmm. end of 2021, so 0 to 17. They have to have a valid Social Security number. They have to live with the taxpayer in the U.S. for more than half of 2021, and they cannot, the child cannot have provided more than half of their own support for 2021. Now, in terms of uh, families trying to figure out if they're eligible for this, for one thing, if they have already filed a 2019 or 2020 tax return, they can go onto the IRS website to confirm that the IRS has enrolled them in the advance payments. Mm -hmm. The other thing they can do on the IRS website is use an eligibility assistant to determine if they're actually eligible, you know, if they're not already enrolled. So we encourage people to go to irs.gov forward slash child tax credit to access those tools. So is the IRS automatically sending the payments to the eligible families or do they need to go register somewhere? If the family has a 2019 or 2020 tax return on file, that includes those who may have used the IRS non-filer tool in 2020 to register for the stimulus checks. The IRS should therefore know about the family and know how many kids they have and should be uh, automatically enrolling them in the advance payments. But there are a number of people, as we sort of alluded to earlier, who aren't normally filing taxes, may not even realize that filing taxes is a way that they can pursue to uh, alert the IRS that they are, in fact, eligible for these advance payments. Uh, Megan, is it correct that some of these families are getting direct deposits while others are getting a check? Yeah, absolutely. Just like Christine said. um, And I don't, you know, just to clarify, um, you know, for people who already have their direct deposit information on file with the um, IRS because they've filled out taxes or they've done the nine filer form for the stimulus check in the past, they should be getting their checks automatically today. There's other people who may not, you know, as Christine said, may not know they're eligible and may not have be on the IRS's um, radar, in which case they can go on the um, IRS um, site. But for people who don't have their direct deposit or bank account information on file with the IRS, they're going to get, they should get a check in the mail. So they may have to wait longer. They, in the future, later this summer, they will actually be able to update their bank account information on the IRS update portal. 
Um, and so we actually have resources on getmypaymentil.org for Bank on Chicago through one of our partners, the Economic Awareness Council, um, to make it easier for unbanked people to get a safe and affordable bank account. They can share that direct deposit information with the IRS, and then mm-hmm. they can actually get their payments much faster. Let's turn now to a caller. We've got Kiri, who's on the line from Warrenville. Hi, Kiri. What are your thoughts on this new monthly payment from the government? Hi, Sasha. Yeah, it's really beneficial for our family. We have two kiddos under the age of four. And just to be able to budget better on a monthly basis instead of waiting for that one lump sum, you know, helps with diapers and formula and groceries, anything you can think of when it comes to raising a family. That's awesome. And you know what, Kiri, one of my producers is actually telling me that you also made a TikTok video with a couple of other parents. You you guys were explaining what the child tax credit is. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Why, why'd you make the video? Sure. So I'm actually uh, one of the parent support leaders for um, Families First Illinois, which is a Facebook group and page um, that is run by Illinois Action for Children and Purpose. And we're trying to help parents be able to advocate more for themselves, learn about these changes that are happening, and learn about things like the child tax credit. And because we knew so many parents, especially those that don't qualify to file taxes, you know, need to need to know that this money is there for them and how beneficial and helpful it can be. And since TikTok is such a huge platform. So many people are are on it. We mm-hmm. figured, you know, let's try it. <laughs> of course, that is definitely the place to reach folks these days. Well, I'm glad to hear that it's working out for you. Thanks for calling us. Let's go right to Paul, who's on the line from Oak Forest. Hey, Paul, welcome to Reset. Hey, Sasha. Um, pretty con- uh, probably question that pertains to a lot of people. A lot of people are divorced, and they pay taxes, so they each do their own taxes, but they're divorced, and the children live with the mother, but in the divorce decree, each was able to claim one child, you know, to write off the taxes, the father and the mother. Mm-hmm. How do you change if the child is living with the mother, because this is what you said, in, you know, about five minutes ago, that the child has to be living with the person 90% of the time or whatever you, the number you use. Yeah. How do you change that on the, the website if you need to change it? I don't know if you need to change it yet. On that you want to change it so that the payments go to the father? Well, they should just go to the mother because oh, I see. she has the children. You know, it does, this is for, so, you know, to get any child poverty. Gotcha. If the child is living with the mother, why would the payment even go to the father? You know what I mean? Like one of them, if they each got one child on their taxes. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, let's put that question to Christine then. What uh, What do you say to Paul, who's asking about uh, a very good question uh, about divorced families? Right. And I think this even touches on just changes in your household year to year. So what you may have filed on your 2020 tax return may not accurately reflect what your today, you know, your 2021 situation is and what it will be at the end of the year. So the IRS Child Tax Credit Update Portal will have expanded functionality later this summer that will allow you to change the number of qualifying child children that you're claiming for the 2021 advance payment. So if you need to subtract or add children based on a change in custody, adoption, birth of a child, something like that, that update portal on the IRS website will permit that. And some of this is, again, communicating with the other 
transparent about, okay, if the IRS thinks that you're the person who's going to claim this particular child for 2021 because that's who you claimed for 2020, but that parent isn't actually claiming the child for 2021, another option is for that parent to avoid receiving excess credit that they might have to repay in part. They may want to opt out of receiving the advance payments to avoid having, again, sort of a repayment situation um, and then to better reflect you know, what their true 2021 situation is. Megan, can you clarify for us why monthly payments and why wasn't that how the credit was distributed before? Yeah, and I'm also happy to jump in. Um, I have, you know, there's one other thing that I thought of um, during our last question. Um, So, I mean, some monthly payments is something that has been tested in the past with other tax credits. So actually, um, Chicago was a major laboratory for testing out monthly payments of the earned income tax credits a couple years ago. Um, and um, I think, you know, in the, t- in the research that we've seen around monthly payments, it can be incredibly helpful to people um, in terms of um, really helping alleviate their money stress. And also, um, people tend to go into debt less or rely on other, um, you know, government supports less when they have a monthly payment because it, it gives them more flexibility in their monthly budget. Mm-hmm. Um, for some people, they like having that big chunk, um, you know, at the end of the year. Um, And so for those people, it may not make sense, and they certainly can opt out. Um, But that's, um, you know, part of why um, people we, you know, this has been um, tried is really to help people with those everyday monthly expenses, particularly for really low income people, or people who have been out of work for a long time. Um, It's, you know, this is potentially a large boon not just to those families that maybe have been work, out of work, maybe we're out of work for 10 months or more and are really, have debts piling up, but it's also a boon for their local community because, you know, for those people, they are going to be putting the money right back into the businesses in their community. So it's kind of a double, double, um, yeah. double booster shot for the economy. You had some more info you wanted to add to the divorced families question? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, one of the things that... Um, that um, the caller mentioned was, um, you know, people where there's two two parents. Another situation we've heard about is in situations where, say, the grandparents are caring for children. Um, right. They certainly are eligible. In some cases, perhaps the grandparents are caring for children, um, you know, more than half of the year or less than half of the year, but the parent wants the grandparent to get the credit. There's actually a form on the IRS that the that the parent can can fill out to allow that grandparent to claim. Um, the child tax credit. It's it's a waiver. So that's another um, situation we hear about sometimes. Christine, some advocates and and Democratic lawmakers, they're calling for this expansion of the child tax credit to be permanent. As we mentioned earlier, as of now, the payments are only scheduled to continue through the end of the year. What do you think about that? Absolutely. I mean, this is something where, again, Megan alluded to this, you know, they're forecasting really substantial cuts in the number of children who are living in poverty because of this this legislative change. So as you mentioned, currently this expansion of the child tax credit is only valid for 2021. And so all the benefits that we're talking about now for especially for very low or no income families who are supporting children those benefits will disappear if the expansion does not continue beyond 2021. Yeah. Well, we have a second caller on the line from Oak Forest. It's LaDonna. Hey, LaDonna. Welcome to Reset. Hi. 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 How are you? Doing well. Are you calling because you got the credit this morning? I did. I got the, uh, the, the tax credit this morning, and I am so excited 
to have it. <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm I'm thrilled for you. Uh, do you have any idea what you're going to use it for yet? I know exactly where I'm going to use it for, uh, which will be towards my daughter's daycare. Uh, I work full time. I actually work for Northwest University, uh, but um, I need a supplement. I need uh, childcare is very expensive. Sixty percent goes to childcare. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That that and sounds very familiar. And, uh, and so it's going to actually give me a breather room. You know, I, I'm one of those borderline people that kind of fall through the cracks where I make too much to get assistance and I don't make enough to actually have room to breathe. And so. Yeah, it's a I tough mean, spot to be in. It is a very tough because I'm a solo parent. And so, you know, it's like I'm working to pay for daycare. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of those ones that used to be, you know, pull yourself by your own bootstraps middle class and a veteran conservative, but my whole outlook has changed. I'm 47. I have a, I have a four year old and financially it's, it's been tough. Yeah. Um, Well, I'm I'm thrilled for you. I'm glad that you're getting some relief, even if it's temporary, obviously every bit helps and every bit counts. Thanks for calling in LaDonna. Megan, uh, she reminds me of something because, you know, experts say this new child tax credit could cut the nation's child poverty rate in half. Um, but that is only if it reaches the families who actually need it the most. What is getting in the way of actually reaching some of those families? Yeah, I mean, for most families, the biggest challenge we're running into is just that they don't need to file taxes. And so they don't necessarily know that they're eligible for this. They don't think of this as something that is for them. Um, and I think it's really important for people to realize even if they don't need to file taxes, they can file taxes. And they can, if, particularly, you know, for people who are earning $12,400 or less, um, you know, that there's a non-filer portal that is literally created for them to make it a lot easier for them to claim this payment. So we just know that, you know, for a lot of these families, they haven't heard about it. They um, have, you know, they don't, file taxes. They don't think it even relates to them. Uh Um, Fortunately, um, the White House and a number of nonprofits are doing um, some pretty major awareness campaigns to get to people um, through nonprofits. You know, we've been working um, with um, some of the state, you know, different state departments that work with families like Department of um, Human Services. And so just reaching people um, through the various different places that they're um, getting their information or going to. Christine, we had a call from Elise in Skokie, and just briefly, she wants to know, is this money taken out of her tax return? Elisa. So the six monthly payments from July through December of 2021, those payments will total 50% of the 2021 child tax credit that that family is eligible for. They would claim the other half by filing their 2021 tax return in, you know, sometime in early 2022 during the the regular tax season. So it's in advance on a credit that the IRS believes that family is eligible for. So either they can, you know, sort of receive half of it now, you know, through the end of the year through these advance payments, or they could claim the entirety of it by waiting to claim it uh, on their 2021 tax return. And Megan, remind us again, where can people go if they have questions about this new child tax credit? Absolutely. So there's a number of great resources out there, but first I would direct them to getmypaymentil.org, which is our website. Um, we do have a hotline for people who have, you know, particularly for people who have um, challenging tax issues or maybe don't have internet access, and that is one eight 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 
553-9777. But there's also childtaxcredit.gov has quite a bit of information. Um, and there's um, another website, um, taxoutreach.org, that has a lot of information about the child tax credit. But if people want to get all the information in one place and kind of get to different um, a variety of information, um, they can certainly go to getmypaymentil.org. Um, that was Megan Dugan-Bassett, a Chicago fellow with New America. Also with us is Christine Chang, a consultant with Get My Payment Illinois. Megan and Christine, thanks for joining us. And that's today's Reset. For more news you can use, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. And take a few seconds to give us a rating and review. It really helps other people find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.